Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another popcorn, popcorn and coffee table talk here on YouTube. I'm your host, Jesse, and with me, uh, as always, is Jay Hazel. How are you? What's up? Good. How are you doing? So we, we finished the Boba Fett series. Yep. Took a week off, and now we are back with a review of the movie Shut In. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're kind of in between series right now, so we're going to start doing some other stuff on here. Until we lead up to what's next? I think we're doing Moon Knight next when it comes Knight. out in May. Moon so, Knight. so we got a little bit of time. We're going to throw some uh, some additional content on here while we wait for another series to to drop. And we're leading up to Batman and all kinds of stuff right now. So, uh, you want to jump right into it? Yeah, yeah. What you got on this one? So yeah, um, Shut In. It was released uh, just last week. Uh, by uh, Daily Wire, um, Ben Shapiro's uh, production company or news and multimedia production company. They bought the rights to it and they released it on there. Um, so we thought it'd be a good idea. Cool idea to watch it. Uh, I had watched the uh, first movie they released last year, uh, Run, Hide, Fight, which was pretty good. I enjoyed that one. Um, so I had high expectations for this one coming into it. Uh, it uh, on there? What's that? Is that other one still on there? Yeah. Yeah, it's on there. Watch it. If you have subscription, you can go watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I gave you my... Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So this is... So Shut In is directed by DJ, DJ Caruso. Um, he also did I Am Number 4, Eagle Eye, uh, that new movie coming out, Redeeming Love. He's oh. on that. He did Triple X Returns. So he's got like a... Disturbia. Disturbia. Yeah. So he's got a decent carousel of movies there, you know, yeah. a couple, you know, nothing like phenomenal, but he's got some good. I, I like Eagle Eye. I like those movies. I like Disturbia. I thought I Am yeah. Number Four was a decent movie. Yeah. So, yeah, I 100% agree. When I saw his name, I was like, OK, that's cool. That's good. So. Uh, I saw the writer Melanie Toast is her name, uh, who wrote the screenplay for this. This is her first one. This is her first uh, motion picture screenplay. So that that yeah. was that's pretty awesome to see. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's starring uh, the the lead role in it, Rainy Qualley, the actress. Uh, she played in the new the last Ocean's Eight movie, um, and that's about it. A couple other small low budget films, nothing very popular. Yeah. Uh, A lot of TV stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the rest of the cast is, again, just B-grade actors, nothing. Yeah, no you got super Horowitz in there. And uh, a little girl, Luc Luciana Van Diet, also yes. only in TV stuff. But uh, there was only what? Between you had the baby, the little girl, and then the three actors. That's all. Yeah. yeah. It was a pretty close quarters project. Yep. It... Uh doesn't show a budget on yeah. imdb for it yeah but um it's genre it's rated under a drama horror thriller i believe it's rated r uh it's actually only rated tv mature tv mature so so it's not, so it's not uh obviously it didn't go through i think the rating system just because it didn't get a theatrical release but right and it has some language in it yeah that ford was said a couple like times. hbo movie not amc maybe you know, I would, I would probably, yeah, AMC is a perfect, uh, not like a, 
not not your normal TV movie, but yeah, yeah. So okay, so those are some of the basics of the film. The yeah, structure there. Uh, what did uh, what were your thoughts on it? Well, let me, I'll just uh, read the synopsis real quick. Did we already do that? Did you do that? I, I did not. No, you go ahead. Go, no, go I'll ahead. do it. Yeah, I'll do it. When a young mother is barricaded inside a pantry by her violent ex-boyfriend, she must use ingenuity to protect her two small children from escalating danger while finding an escape. Um, the runtime on this movie is only an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I think it's the perfect amount of time for this movie. If this movie would have gone any longer, I think it would have been a detriment to it. Um, oh, yeah. I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, it was for what it was. It was okay. I uh, she spent probably about forty five minutes of that movie in the, or at least the first half of that movie, she was in the pantry. Oh, like it was just her. Oh, definitely. Uh, so she had to carry the movie for the most part on her on her shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Randy Quali and and I thought she did a really good job conveying that emotion. I really like. Um, I lost the word confined not confined close spaces small spaces whatever you call claustrophobic claustrophobic okay movies i really like that because you can do a lot with it you know the mm-hmm. a couple of movies that came back to my mind when i was watching this was uh you had like 10 cloverfield lane uh which was set in a bunker or ryan reynolds and buried which was all literally set in a coffin Mm-hmm. Or Panic Room with Jodie Foster, which which is a really good movie. Jodie Foster and uh, Kristen Dunst. But oh, Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Thank you. That's <laughs> what I meant. Um, so in that regard, I thought this was was really good. It was really. Yeah. Good. It was not what I expected it to be, honestly, in yeah. terms of the story. Going into it, and I don't know what my mind thought it was going to be just from a trailer, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. No, and. And that was with the trailer and stuff. When it came out, it kind of gave you the uh, perception that some guys just broke into her house and threw her in the pantry. Uh, so it, it didn't give a lot away other than the fact you knew she got locked in a pantry. Oh, yeah. Um, and there was uh, there were some scenes in the trailer that were not in the movie or not many, but there was like one specific scene in the trailer that's not even in the movie. Uh so they did a really good job of hiding some of the stuff and the a lot of the story and stuff to it. Um, but I I thought the acting was okay. I I felt like she was kind of a uh, a B rated Megan Fox. Like there were some moments in there where she's just staring, and I'm just like, like, did you get acting lessons from Megan Fox? Because you're just staring and looking. I'm just like, what are you doing? Uh, there were definitely times for me, and this was the only I guess. But what what were they going to do? What were they going to write differently? Okay. But the only thing that I had going through my mind was you're not trying hard enough. Yeah. yeah. Like that was just the, literally the only thing going through my mind when she's sitting there. Okay. So she gets locked in there. It, it locks behind her. And they did a great job setting it up that she's a recovered meth addict. Her boyfriend and his friend are meth addicts so they're they're crazy and what they have no reasoning for what they're doing they just do the things that they do so when he Mm -hmm. locked her in that pantry and just left the girls or the the little girl and the baby he was he was out of his mind anyway because he he was on drugs but then he 
nails two by fours to the door and it goes through her hand, which I thought was awesome. It was a great setup and kind of incapacitated her a little bit. But mm-hmm. the whole time I'm I'm just like, do more, just do more. You know, when she's picking at the floor and trying to get out through the floor, she's not kicking it. She's not doing anything. She's just like picking little pieces up. And I'm just like, I feel like you'd be trying a little bit harder than how you're trying. But yeah. Yeah. And there were and there were moments while she's in there, she's just like laying down or just sitting, and she's I don't she doesn't even act like she's thinking. I like I don't know, maybe she is, but she doesn't show that a whole lot. She's just yeah. kind of like looks defeated, which okay, I get you probably would, but I don't know. Your kids are on the outside, so I feel like I would uh constantly be pacing trying to figure something out. It goes back and forth. I mean, I get it. I don't know how long she was in there. My guess is like a day. The way that it went with like night times, I feel like it was like a day or a day and a half. Like it wasn't long before yeah, like, the one guy shows back up. Yeah. And then it's another day on top of that, I think. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember where I was going with that. But yeah, it just feels like she's just okay with not doing anything, you know, Yeah, at times. I, I didn't understand that reasoning, but that didn't take away from the movie or the suspense, honestly. Yeah. Because I thought it was actually, it was like a, it was, I wouldn't say it's a horror at all, at all. If anything, it's a thriller, but it was just, it was creepy. It was just an eerie movie when, Mm -hmm. from the perspective of she was completely out of, had no control over anything. Anything could happen and she had zero control over the situation. I guess as a parent, I'm like, that is terrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So when the little girl's running around, you hear the baby fall or the, the, the other stuff going on. I'm just like, that sucks. And then you introduce the meth head pedophile into the story. And yeah. I'm just like, no, no. Yeah. And and they they do a good job. And I, I know they didn't produce or direct it. They just produced it and stuff. But they, they just bought it, if anything. <laughs> yeah, what they look for, but I and wait, if you watch Run Hide Fight, what they really are looking for in these movies that they're getting is they really want to paint the bad guys out to be crazy and be really bad. There's no like sob story for them. You don't feel bad for them, mm-hmm. even in Run Hide Fight, the villains and that, and that's what they look. You can tell there's a, like really good parallels. It's like, look, no, these guys are just bad. There's nothing. There's no sympathy for them. They're just evil people, and. Uh, it, I think I've heard them say before the company just say like, this is what we want in a movie. Like we don't want to uh, humanize them basically. Oh, Uh, it goes both ways. Sometimes you need humanized villains for at least a little bit, but I get the point. I thought this movie did a great job showing that you can have a strong female lead and the whole movie be uber female centric Mm -hmm. and not be political yeah and i loved it yeah weren't beating us over the head with how women are better than men they weren't doing any of that she was just using Mm -hmm. whatever she could to survive and come out on top you know even though uh, they were stronger than her they were bigger than her you know Yeah. Yeah. She made it. She she did what she had to do to protect her family. I thought that was awesome. You know, we need more movies like that for sure. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the uh, uh, when your child's trapped under a car, you get your mother's strength. That mom. Yes. Well, if she 
if she had mother strength, she would have just been able to bust the pantry door down. Well, I mean, she got a nail through the hand. What, what more can you ask? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I thought they did a good job, even with her. I don't know if it was her ex-boyfriend or ex-husband, or I, I don't remember if they if they said they were married or not. Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, just being crazy. Just yeah. crazy. Yeah. The it's pretty graphic. There are some scenes that are you're just like, ah, oh, it's graphic. Like when she oh, yeah. shoves that uh, screwdriver through his hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like, oh my gosh. And the whole time, I mean, it's very blatant. Spoilers, everybody. Spoilers for all of this. Yeah. I'm like, he's not dead. He's not dead. No. You didn't surprise me in the slightest that yeah. he wasn't dead because I knew he Nothing. wasn't dead. But at the same time, I'm like, he's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I would. Why didn't you hit him over the head while yeah. he was laying there? Just beat, beat him. It was pretty predictable, but the yeah. whole plot was predictable. You, I knew later on that the, the boyfriend was going to come back and end up helping her uh, for a little bit. What happened after that, I didn't expect at all. But uh, it didn't take away from it by, it by any means. It didn't take mm-hmm. away that it was a really simple story and we knew where it started. We knew where it was going to go. But mm-hmm. it was just masterfully done, really. It really was, yeah. you know, yeah. for what, what type of movie that it was. Yeah. And the the scene, I think, I think the scene that I was like the most, my heart started racing. I'm just like, oh, gosh, oh, gosh, oh, gosh was when she goes upstairs after she gets out and she's looking for her kids and you just see the pile of blankets on the bed. And I'm just like, the baby's dead. Baby's dead. That's it. Even in that, I'm like, why are you taking these blankets off one at a time? I would just yeah. be ripping blankets off. You yeah. know what I mean? Again, to build dramatic, the suspense. Dramatic tension. I get it. But uh, uh, the most intense scene for me was probably, so after the husband shows back, the ex-husband shows back up and, takes the other the pedophile guy out of the picture and, and ends up shooting him and then all he wants to do is do drugs with his ex-girlfriend again yeah and that scene when he's like no we're gonna do this together and they go in the other room and he's got the gun and she's trying to figure out how she's gonna get the gun from him that whole sequence was was really intense i thought mm-hmm. yeah I didn't know I was like trying to like she kept trying to get him to eat and stuff. And I couldn't I don't know if I seen her. Maybe I looked away for a second. I was doing something and I because I didn't see her put anything on the sandwich. Oh, yeah. You do uh, see her stirring the you see her crushing up this the stuff and stirring it into the apple butter. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I thought it it, it painted a very good picture of what drugs can do to pe- like what drugs do to people and uh Oh, I know. Like how, just go ahead. Oh, yeah, just like how they make you not think. Like you're just not. Even when you're not on them, you're just like he was. He was fine when he came back to the house, or at least he acted like for the it. Most part, yeah, for the most part. But he was still just mentally just gone. Like he couldn't. Oh, well, even like even the scene with the with the pedophile, and he's like, oh, "All right, I'm gonna go say hi to your kids," and you hear him walking up the stairs, and she's like, "I got meth," and he stops in his tracks as soon as she says she's got drugs and turns around to go get the drugs from her. I'm mm-hmm. just like, Holy cow. And it's just so intense. The funny thing is if she would have given those drugs to him, I, he would have died. Right. Cause there was something wrong with those. Cause that's what she gave to her ex-husband or ex-boyfriend. Yeah, but I mean, her, her husband or her ex-boyfriend didn't OD until 
she gave him those drugs and then he took more drugs on top. That's of true. Him. That's true. I don't know. I just think they were not as good. Yeah. But I like they didn't hit stay on that with her for too long in the pantry. Um, there was a couple scenes where you literally thought she was gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And she was even like getting ready to like do the drugs i'm just like what like why are you there already why are you already there but i've never struggled with that you know i can't I yeah can't anything about that what do you think about the um the religious aspects of it i've read some reviews from other people on the movie and some people are saying it's heavy-handed what do you mean heavy-handed like borderline preachy this movie when i would almost 100 disagree <laughs> yeah no i thought it, the religious stuff was weak in it i thought it was forced a little bit oh you think so yeah like I, I i thought that uh not like forced in the sense that they were forcing uh religion mm-hmm. in it. i just thought i just felt like the whole thing was forced because it was like okay the bible's there and she they keep showing the crucifix on the wall and then it goes back to the bible and it's like like i don't know i just it seemed like it was weak, but it was full. Like it was forced, but it was too weak. Of it wasn't. You know, I, I don't know if I'm making sense or not. But no, I would agree with you. I think it, it was forced in as much as I don't think they did any backstory, enough backstory on any sort of religious background for her. So you know, you get mm-hmm. to the scene where she finds. So she's down on her luck. She doesn't have the money. The house is being foreclosed on, and she goes in here, and it seems like a place that maybe her mother uh, did like her bible studies and things like her quiet place to get alone with god in that in that pantry mm-hmm. where you would get locked behind you that's where her that's where she went because there was the crucifix in there and her bible was in there and she's flipping through it and there's money in it everywhere yeah and that's where she sees the letter to her that says for jessica her name is jessica and she's looking at it she's reading the scripture and i'm just like okay this is really cool and then as she just turns and says too late you know i can't remember exactly what she says i what am i going to do with this now or something yeah already to the and she throws it and the whole setup earlier when she's talking to her daughter was i need something sharp and i need something metal Uh uh-huh and then she throws it at the crucifix the crucifix falls and jesus falls off the cross and it's something sharp and metal in her hand the actual jesus figure and i was like that would be really good payoff if she then started using the actual jesus figure to bust through the wall or the floor to then get out like that makes sense yeah but it's just as quickly as the religious element is introduced it's dropped yeah go up you know it is it's never yeah. brought up again uh so if anything like that was it i don't know why anybody could look at this and say that it was heavy-handed in any way because it's mm-hmm. barely relevant at all yeah and i'm not saying that as a pro or a con i'm just saying it's non-existent you know, right yeah it didn't it didn't I do anything for more because i care and i'd love yeah. to see more uh christian elements especially in movies like this i've always wanted these type of movies mm-hmm. personally you know yeah and even if they would have like said at the beginning of the film like when she's on the phone with her mom like if her mom would have made a like comment like hey you going to church anywhere you know just something like that yeah because you have no there's no uh there's nothing that shows that she was raised in the church, which obviously I'm sure she was because her mother is. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's what it is. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm more just looking at it from the perspective of other people reviewing this and then saying, oh, this has got not only is it conservative, it's got a whole bunch of Christian stuff in there. And I'm like, nah, it really doesn't. First of all, like talking about because first of all, that crucifix is Catholic, so very true, you know. Uh and and the the thing is like with the the money in the Bible thing, it's like okay, it was it's been sitting in there for how long? You would have thought at some point, like okay, when she gives it to you, you don't just like flip through it. I like, can just look at it. Like when I get up, when I pick up a book, I always just like flip through the pages anyways. Well, I mean, yeah, it set it up at the beginning that she was more trying to get away from a religion because the first time she goes in there to start clearing out the, the pantry because she's moving, the first thing she throws away is the Bible without looking at it. Yeah. It isn't until later on that she takes it back out of the trash bag. I don't know why she took it back out of the trash bag. There was really no context to take it out of the trash bag. I guess she's looking for things to use. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was just kind of there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, and then at the end of the film, she gets. Well, she... we didn't say that she killed her husband, right? Oh, well, yeah, that's what we got to the scene where I was talking about him trying to force her to do the drugs with him. And yeah. she gets away, runs upstairs, and he's all out of it because he's like literally ODing from all the drugs. Mm-hmm. And then she, yeah, pushes him out the window. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, and oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say the crazy thing is, is after all that happens, the movie ends and she stays in the house i, st- I was gonna ask you would you stay in the house no <laughs> like no <Her> house. <laughs> she wanted to make the apple butter yeah she could have made that apple butter anywhere from a story standpoint there was those few elements that i really liked that really paid off well and you know the beginning of the movie is the daughter bringing in the apples and the mom's like these apples are bad stop bringing in these rotten apples and then the movie ends with the recipe from the mm-hmm. mom and the, the recipe literally says those apples aren't bad do not throw them away they can be turned into something else and it's all yeah. that allegory of you can become something else you know yeah you're yeah. not rotten you can be redeemed which is yeah. great and yeah. even the foreshadowing and i loved it and i told Vera as soon as it happened that little girl at the very beginning of the movie is running up the stairs into the house and she runs up to the boards and the boards like crooked on the floor on the porch and she jumps over it and then runs in the house. I was like, that's foreshadowing. Somebody's going to trip over that later. And then later in the movie, Jessica trips over that as she's trying to run back into the house. Yeah. So I really like the intentionality that, that they put. And this uh, Melanie toast who, who wrote the screenplay, wrote the screenplay. I thought did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Really, truly. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else to say about it? No, I like like you said, it's an hour and a half long movie. It's not a whole lot. There's not a lot there. There's a lot there, but there's not a lot. It, it just comes and goes at a perfect pace, I think. Truly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Would you recommend it? Yeah, I'd recommend a watch. Uh, where can you watch it? Can you? You said the you only part that out. sucks is I think you can only watch it on the Daily Wire at this point. I don't think they have it anywhere else. Yeah. So uh, if you want to watch it, head over to the Daily Wire. You can get a subscription, I think. I don't think you can just rent the movie on there. No. Um, I'm sure it'll go to that, though, eventually. Event- they would have to yeah. if they want to make money off these movies because not everybody's going to spend $100 a year on a subscription to watch them. So but at this point, I think they're really just 
catering. They're catering to us. The people who have subscriptions to them already, they're catering yeah. to their fan base. They're not catering to general population. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. if it ever comes available, I recommend it. Go out and watch it. I'd probably give it. Uh... Oh, I'm on Voodoo. And you can buy it on here for $15 or rent it for $5. Oh, okay. It must be able, it must be out all over the place then. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to look at one more place real quick and then we'll. Okay. Yeah. I'd give it four stars, four to five. Yeah, I would too. I would too. I think that's, that's fair. It does what it needs to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It does it well. And I can't even say like, it's not. Shut in. Sorry, I'm multitasking. Very no, good. Um, That's not it. This movie has Naomi wants it. No, nah, I was looking on Amazon Prime or, or, or on Amazon. Like you can't rent it on Amazon. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So then, if you want to, if you want to watch the movie, I recommend it. I think Jesse recommends it. Head over to Voodoo, rent it for five bucks, or purchase it for fifteen over there. Yeah. Definitely, definitely go check it out. Support these guys if you're into. Yeah. And I mean, and that's what's crazy is I'm not even going to say it's a clean Christian movie because it isn't. It's oh. real. You know yeah. what I mean? It's real life. It is. I... And I've always wanted that, you know, in in films, especially being a conservative Christian myself. I. And this is nothing against Christian filmmaking, because there's a lot of it out there right now. And again, they do something that they do. And they do well, which they cater to Christians is what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're making clean content movies. But a lot of those are like, oh, this is missing stuff. This is missing yeah. elements of reality, you know, that mm-hmm. are a turnoff for a lot of people. And I've always wanted to see Christians get into the filmmaking industry in a way to where you're just making good content, you mm-hmm. know, and it's not about just it's not just about getting rid of the the crap you know we don't need unnecessary nudity we don't need these other things that detract from story but it is about giving compelling story so what do you need in a compelling story this movie has some language in it not a ton but it does and when she's at her worst you know she does say the f word at one point i'm like okay that feels real you know and even her struggling then with her spirituality or religion and and also dealing with meth addiction and all these different things this movie felt very real and that's mm-hmm. something that i give it credit for you know yeah yeah 100 percent. and it's not lacking because of there was an unnecessary shower scene in there just because it's hollywood and that's what they do you know what yeah. i mean so if anything i give it more props for avoiding some of those tropes that are just mm-hmm. drawing in audience members in a, in a disrespectful way. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think just, and I'm not going to go long here, but just to kind of go off what you said about the whole Christian film industry and stuff, it's like they try to cater so much to families, I think is what it is. And then they don't, they try to make family friendly movies and then some of them are good and some of them turn out really bad and they don't just try to make a good movie. They're just like, well, let's just put out a movie that the family can watch. So there's no language, uh, no, blood or you know nothing intense in it and that doesn't mean just because it doesn't have that like just because it doesn't have blood and gore and it doesn't mean it's not a christian movie i mean you got the passion of the christ so 
Uh, There's a lot of factors that play into it. Yeah. If you're set out just to make a good movie and these are the parameters that you're trying to keep it in, I think that is possible without sacrificing what we love about movies, you know, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of different Christian uh, areas, they sacrifice a lot of that to make it uh, clean or whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that's just unfortunate. I'm not saying any of that is bad. I'm not. It's just no, yeah, no, a no. certain group of people. That's all it's for, you know. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to reach other people with it, unfortunately, most of the time. Right. Um, right. But this shut in. Daily Wire produced. DJ Caruso directed. I got to give props. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. Good. Good. So where can they find okay. us? All right. If you like what you hear, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Um, you can also check us out on Spotify, Google, and uh, YouTube. And um, let us know what you think. If you uh, have any suggestions or comments, you can DM, DM us over at Instagram at Popcorn and Coffee. And um, yeah, so that's what we got. New episodes of the podcast drop every other Wednesday with a new episode dropping uh, on the 23rd. So. When this one releases, it would have dropped this morning. Yes, so. when this drops, the other, the new one will also be out uh, same day. So go check yeah. it out, guys. Thanks for watching. Yep, have a good day. Bye.